so glad each and every one of you have decided to make us a part of your week. We got a good one in store for you this week as we're all still sitting here in quarantine. We have uh, some Overwatch talk. I want to talk about some Overwatch this week. We have a possible limitations on the quantities of the PS5 that's going to be coming out. Chris has a new Quibi recommendation for you. Movies Anywhere has some new things coming. We have a new documentary series on The Mandalorian and so much more. And to do it with me, as always, my kindergarten classmate, Mr. Chris Maselli. Chris, what's up, man? What's happening, dude? So uh, today for the national whatever it is day opening thing okay. for you, this weekend I got two, like, you should be, uh, you know, like a king this weekend because of what days it, it is coming oh, in on Saturday. Is it National so, Pharmacist Day or something? No. Not only is Saturday Husband Appreciation Day. Okay. It's also National Lineman Appreciation nice, Day. Nice. That's right. I don't know why that's a day, <laughs> but you, my friend, were a center. Were you I not? was a center, yeah. When In my football career in high school, I was the – I basically went Iron Man. So I yeah. – my, my – uh, when I made, like, the all-star team and all that, like, the local team, it was as a linebacker. But my other role was I was literally a center, and every single year – yeah. Going into the season, the coaches always said, like, you are not playing center this year. You didn't work enough in the offseason. We're giving it to oh. so-and-so. And by <laughs> halfway through our, our uh, training camp in the summer, guess who was snapping the ball again? And guess who was starting center every single season? Really? This guy right here. Now, is that because it's just a difficult position and no, nobody I else could do it? I think it was because of it? my size, man. Like, people look at when I tell people I played center, they were like, yeah. Like, like, what yeah. do you mean? Like, you know, centers in the NFL are like 350, you know, 330. Yeah. I was like 165 wet. But the way our teams <laughs> were built was just like we had a great running game. And my junior year, I mean, we had a hell of a passing game as well. But it yeah. was like I could just get downfield. So as long as I could deflect, you know, if we if you're running against a team where I had a nose guard ahead of me, I was able to just deflect them out of the way. And then I was down right. the field sprinting, blocking, just like blind signing people. Right. So it just, and I, then I could I, long snap. So when we were kicking field goals, extra points, yeah. all that, I could snap. So I thought you were going to say when the coaches came to you and said you're not going to be center, it's because they wanted to utilize you in other positions. No, nope. it's because you didn't put <laughs> in the work. I didn't work. <laughs> Because I wasn't in the gym lifting weights, which kills me to this day. Because it's like, had I done that, I probably would have just been that much better. And, you know, yeah. God knows. I mean, I could have got a little scholarship somewhere. And to this day, my dad still says, he's like, because I almost went to Western New England, which is in Massachusetts. I would have went there for like pre-pharmacy. Uh -huh. And I could have played there. Like the the my dad, we had talked to the coach in that when we went there. And he was like, oh, yeah, I think it was a D3 school. And he was like, yeah, you know, you could play. It'd be great. And to this day, my dad's like, oh, you could have went there. You could have played center. I'm like, dad, no. Yeah, like, Even yeah. though it was like a Division three school, those right. linemen still would have been 300 pounds and just yeah, exactly. crushed me. Exactly. Like, There's no way in hell that I could have done that. But I, The only reason – I mean, I wow. loved football then. Uh, I just didn't want I, – I, and I, I remember talking to you a couple times about it, about playing football, and I just didn't – it cut into the summer, man. Dude, it did. I didn't. I didn't want to give up my summer. Those those days, you would do two weeks before school started, and it was double. So you, we would get yeah. there about seven thirty in the morning, and you wouldn't get home till like almost six o'clock at night. And it was like, you know, you'd go from seven thirty to probably eleven thirty. They'd give you about an hour break, which was your lunch, and then you're right back at it by you know twelve thirty one o'clock till five you know five o'clock. And this is like August in yeah. New York, which granted we weren't in the South, but like 
It was hot as hell. I mean, in those two weeks, you would lose, you know, freaking 15 pounds like, or whatever. Yeah. You know, I mean, you gained some muscle then too, but I mean, they were just running you into the ground. Yeah. Um, and I, and, every and year, was... I would always say like, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. My parents would just convince me to do it because I mean, honestly, I was good at it. You know, football yeah. was a sport. I loved it, man. But and it was work. I hated good. It. I mean. You were on some pretty good teams. We had some pretty good teams. Oh, dude, our junior year, that team, a lot of those players went on to play. I mean, hell, Aaron Smith, that quarterback, went on. He played for the Hawaii uh, AFL team. We we were walking right. down. We went to Hawaii with our other buddy, Bill. Yeah. Walking down the main street in Honolulu, and I hear my name like, Mark. I turn around. Oh there God. is the guy who had his hands in my crotch the whole junior <laughs> year. You know, while I was snapping the ball to. No clue he was in Hawaii. Like, what are the chances of that? Like, oh, the other wow. side of the world. We crossed paths in Hawaii. Insane. That's insane. Yep. Wow. And as far as you know, he's still there? I don't know where he is now. Yeah, he, that's what he was there for at that point. Um, but he was probably going to move there anyway. He, he's that, like, surfer dude. He was. Mentality. Yeah, he was. Like, <laughs> yep. man, we had a great receiver core that year, man. Yeah. And just ugh, we made the playoffs for the first time in years. Yeah. Unbelievable. That was that was those were great games to watch, man. We had that playoff that was... game on Halloween. I remember I think it was that season, because that was my you know, my junior year was when I of course played varsity my first year. And our opening game was on the road and you and a bunch of our friends were in the stands and the very first we kicked off and I ran down the field and I think I was part of that tackle and I ran over to the stands and like went over to you guys and was like, Yeah, yeah. and ran over <laughs> the sidelines and the coach just he's like, Dog he grabs me and he just pulls, you know, he's one of those coaches that would like headbutt me with my helmet on because he just didn't care. He like headbutts my helmet. He's like, Don't you ever do that again. I'm just like, Whoa, okay, okay. Cause he's like, We don't showboat, we don't showboat. We I mean, we had a special teams coach. That like that guy yeah. was from I forget what school he was from, but he was like high school teams don't usually have special teams coaches. Nah. This guy yeah. was like a pro special teams coach. Like he wow. just came in just for that. So I think that's why he got so pissed because I'm out there like yeah jumping yeah. around. He's uh, like no. Oh man, so football's where, where, so different you, today. Do you still have the jersey or no? Mm-hmm. Didn't you get to keep it? You do. I got the well. You weren't supposed to, but I mean, you just take it. I even have a practice jersey. Yeah. You know, t-shirts, all that. I actually have my grandmother cut out. I was just showing the kids recently, uh, all newspaper articles. And like when I graduated, she gave me this book, and it even has hockey stuff, everything that mm-hmm. was in the newspaper, which is uh, super cool. So I think you got to break it out for Saturday. Oh, yes, the, I should. The yes, lineman. the lineman. You got to yeah. wear it. Uh, but all awesome. right, enough about high school glory, because man, <laughs> we are years beyond that. Uh, what's up, everyone? Thank you here for tuning into the show. I uh, just want to let you know, we next week we'll be releasing our patron episode to everyone. So if you want to do help support the show, you can find that down in the show notes and uh, get access to our exclusive Discord and have a chance to even be on the show. But you can catch the episode we recorded last week, which was an absolute blast. Uh, <laughs> it'll be free in the podcast feed for all of you. So be on the lookout for that. If you do want to become a patron, you can find that down below. Chris, how was how was the, uh, I mentioned the quarantine how is yeah. everything going for you, man? I mean, just let's do a quick little update here. How's everything? <laughs> well, uh, today, you know, obviously I'm in New York. So Mr. Governor Cuomo has extended all of, you know, all of this social distancing and, you know, working from home and uh, essential, non-essential people a month out. It was May 1st and now it's May 15th. So it's looking more and more like in the state of New York, uh, at least like things like school probably aren't going to happen. Yeah, I mean, man. my and my brothers, my brother and my sister-in-law are both teachers. 
Um, and the more I just talk to him, it's like at, at that point, really, what's the point? Yeah, because you have that? maybe a month left uh, of school. So I, I don't know, man. It's just living in New York. It's just uh, Cuomo is is doing these like press conferences daily. Dude, they show him here. Like we're watching him here. Yeah. And I'm in yeah. North Carolina, it, and like Cuomo's the guy that everybody's watching. Yeah, it's crazy. And it's just, it, I mean, it it's it's just depressing because, yeah, you get like to say like, oh, well, you know, we haven't like flattened the curve, but it's leveling out. But yeah, leveling out in New York is 800 people a day dying. I know, like that's terrible. So it still sucks. Like you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's leveled, and if it keeps this way, maybe you can bring it on the other end, but or you know, bring it down on the other end. But I don't know, man. It's just, it's it's. I, I just want to know what it's like living in another state right now uh, where it's not as bad as this because yeah. I'm lucky even even though like I'm not in New York City I'm two hours north of New York City and it's like another world up here anyway like it's nowhere near the numbers but mm-hmm. like I've said before one person gets out of the city and bang, it's a lot you know it's yeah it's we, have, we actually over, had so. here in our county 15 because we're right outside the Mecklenburg County which is where Charlotte is which is the biggest uh, they they have the most cases in all in all of North Carolina and Mecklenburg, really? but where we are just yesterday had 15 new cases, which sounds like nothing when you compare that to New York. But 12 of those were in two separate nursing homes, and they haven't been accepting you know visitors for God probably a month and a really? half. So really? that right there is like oh, so wow. I, I see our numbers spiking like big time yeah. here at least in our county. Um, we're now at work, mask full time, doing it like it's which is weird to be doing that. Uh, especially having the beard every time I talk, it like pulls it down. So I'm trying to like yeah. talk to the patients, like, you know, go over their medications with them. And as I'm talking, it just is slowly creeping down by the end. It's like, <laughs> why the hell am I even bothering to wear the mask? But that, that's happening. Yeah. Um, but just funny story. I, cause I wanted to say this on the air was we had a woman, uh, people may have seen this. My wife actually showed me a picture of somebody eating French fries with their gloves on. This happened in my store. There was a person <laughs> driving on the little cart, you know, the for uh, you know people that can't walk well or the handicapped patients. And they, we have a McDonald's in our store. They went and got McDonald's. Yeah. Dr- they're slowly driving by the pharmacy, driving the cart with their gloves on, with the McDonald's bag in their lap, just pulling out fries, eating them with the gloves. It's like, <laughs> what are you doing? And it was like an older lady. Like, come on. Right. So PSA. Don't eat French fries or any food with the gloves that you potentially may have contaminated touching other things. Right. Don't do that. Just please don't do that. I, I mean, I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense. Nope. I'm trying to think of some reason why. There's no reason. There is no reason why. I, I don't know. It's just, I, th- I think that's kind of where everybody is now. And even a lot of the people you see wearing masks and gloves and all that, it just gives you that sense of comfort. You know, like you yeah. just feel that you're protected, even though you're not following the procedures of, of wearing those things or taking them off, putting them on properly. Just having that gives you that sense of mind. Because you can tell, sure. man, people are starting to get just stir crazy. And, and well, Oh, God, yeah. It's, it's I mean, I still got to drive to work every day. And um, I kind of am like watching the cars going in the opposite direction of me. Uh-huh. Just, and and good amount of them those people are wearing masks just driving their car yeah you're in your car yeah why you don't need it in your car you don't need to in the car but they're still doing it i will say one reason to wear it though is it does help you you personally not to put your hands in your mouth or pick your nose 
So oh, sure. if that's what you do <laughs> yeah. in your car, like bite your nails or anything like that, just wearing that mask kind of just gives sure. you that reminder not to. So right. if anything, right. maybe it is a good thing. Some people are doing that. Yeah, exactly. Um, but uh, right. yeah, it's, did you watch actually right before we went on the air t- uh, tonight? Did you watch the Disney sing along <laughs> that they had on ABC? We had it on and we watched about half of it. And then uh, <laughs> my daughter, who's the only one that really had interest in it. My son has no idea still what's going on. Who will be he will be a year old in like two weeks, dude. Wow, that's crazy. Isn't that nuts? He'll be a year old. That is awesome. Uh Cinco de Mayo. He's uh That's right, because when we went to see Endgame. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So um but she watched she was watching it for about a half hour and then uh she was sitting like on my lap on the couch and uh I was watching it. And there was like no movement coming from her. And, and I like she's probably sleeping. And I looked down. And she's out cold. She's out. So I don't know how much of it she actually watched. But <laughs> we got through about a half hour of it. When we put her to bed, we just we changed the channel. So yeah, it was- and I remember seeing the, the ad for it. actually my wife sent me the ad for it. And I'm watching. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. And at the very end of the ad, it's Ryan Seacrest like at a table. And I'm like, oh, man, what does Ryan Seacrest not do? I know. He's everywhere. You know what I mean? Now. Like he's yep. everywhere. So yep. he always has been. That's been his gig. Like, yep. And it makes sense that he would be the host of this thing because mm-hmm. it's. It's ABC. But, uh, it's just the, yeah. the comfort person. Basically, for people that don't know, this was a hour long show where they basically had celebrities either those who actually sang the songs or just even people that do the broadway plays or just some random disney actors sing some of the best disney songs it was cool i mean it was almost like everybody did it from home except for ariana grande who had to be completely just done up you know half naked which my wife is like why is she half naked i'm like i don't know so but other than that it was all you know it, it was cool like I, I think it's cool that celebrities are kind of diving in on this and doing like who's it john krasinski's doing the show with his kids on youtube like seeing yeah, all these things have you seen the joe buck i even don't i'm, no. I'm even kind of like a joe buck guy like i just anytime yeah. i see joe buck like saying like uh commentating something I'm like oh god here we go like He's going to curse because I always just say the guy curses people. Like he'll say one thing like he's never missed a field goal in the last 30 games. Literally (laughs) the next kick they miss a field goal. Like that's just the Joe Buck curse. But what he's done is he's had people send videos from home of what they're doing. And then he's doing play by play from it. So there was a picture of a guy threw like a, a ball for his dog. And he's like, and there he goes. He's throwing it. Oh, he, he's getting the ball here. He, oh, is he coming back? Nope. Maybe he's, oh, wait. Yes, he is. He's bringing it That's back. Cool. He's bringing it back. <laughs> That's cool. So yeah, if you That's check cool. Joe Buck's Twitter, page, he's been doing all the stuff like that. But I mean, they're, they're, they're trying, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, uh, e- even like NBA players tried to put on like this horse. They were playing mm-hmm. games of horse. And did you watch uh, from that? What I, I saw that it was on. From right? what I understand, it was terrible. Did I, they I all heard do it, was... it in person, like in the same place or did they go to their no. own arenas or what do they do? They, most of them have basketball courts okay, attached so to their mansions, um, gotcha. but they just had their, you know, a phone or whatever camera set up and they were doing it like through zoom. And so like, if you and I were doing it in our backyard courts, which we totally have in our backyard, oh, of course, yeah. um, you know, you would see the shot that I would take and then you would just, you know, have to mimic it or do your, but it, from what I hear, it was just kind of just boring and it's like that's not yeah, something i want to watch yeah. it, it, it was boring because it's they novel, weren't doing like trick shots they were just taking like a regular three-pointer you know what i mean they weren't doing like crazy things so yeah. it was i guess kind of a little bit boring but even outside of like the celebrity world like uh when i get ready in the morning like, my wife usually has the today show on and they showed this family just regular family like you and i they recreated scene for scene 
Journey's Separate Ways video. And if you've <laughs> seen the Separate Ways video, it's like quintessential 80s cheese ball. Oh, that's great. And this family recreated it shot by shot. That is awesome. You got to check it out. You got to check it. I don't know how you would look at it. Maybe just family recreates. If you if you could do a video, what video would you do? If I could recreate if a you video. Could re recreate any. Oh, we don't even have to do '80s. Just any any music video. What would you do? Any music video, um, probably Van Halen jump. So I can do so many scissor kicks in midair. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what video would be crazy to do. And and if you've never watched this video, go watch it. Is it? Is it called Total Eclipse of the Sun or is it called Bright Eyes? Which which one is it? If you know the Total uh, Eclipse of the Heart or Total Eclipse of the heart, heart, that's what it is. I think it's Total Eclipse of the Heart. Watch that, that video. Really? Bright Eyes, or she's bright eyes. It's basically yeah. like a, a woman who seems like she's a school teacher going to a school and then she's yeah. gonna like she falls in love with like a ten year old and the kids okay. have like weird, creepy, glowing eyes. It is the weirdest video you'll ever see. Yeah. Not that I'm saying I want to recreate that, but it just made me think of that video that it's absolutely mind blowing when you watch it. Like, what is happening in this video? Videos from the 80s are the best. I love going on. Uh, we have AT&T now still, or AT&T TV, and yeah. um, they have the like. I think it's MTV Two or one of those will just show like it's like the 80s block, or we love the 80s, and it just yeah. shows old ass 80s videos, and I love right. putting that on because you just see songs you don't even remember from the 80s know, that man. just for whatever reason had videos, yeah. and they're just like. I can't remember what I was watching. Uh, this was months ago, and it was something like that. And uh, putting on the Ritz by Taco came on. Oh God, that's have you ever a video. seen that video? That's a video, dude. Yes, it is. <laughs> that is a creepy we start video. A podcast where we just review it, like terrible eighties videos. videos. Let's do it. And it's like, hey, remember this video? Boom, and we—that's the whole thing. It's whole Let's podcast. Do it. We're doing it. They'd almost have to be a, a video podcast, though, if you got it the rights to play the video. But see, well, you, yeah, you couldn't get the rights. Yeah. That's a problem. No, that's impossible. Mm. You'd almost have to do a commentary where, like, you taught you, yeah, you, you talk about it, and then people, you tell people, like, all right, hit play now, and then you just <laughs> talk over it, and you do it. It was like a Pink Floyd and Wizard of Oz, like, <laughs> yeah, countdown, yeah. or the uh, start Star Wars at this moment, and the Death Star blows yeah. up at midnight on New Year's. Yeah, 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 yeah. that type of thing. Uh, that's um, awesome. Well, Chris, we're almost 20 minutes in, man, and we've talked about nothing, I feel. <laughs> it's kind of where we are. I think it's where everybody is right now with this much. stay at home. Um, yeah, we usually talk about video games at the beginning. I want to talk a little bit about a game that came out in 2016, actually. I thought it was 2015. Um, and that's Overwatch. Okay. Overwatch right now is, you know, we I've talked about here on the show the Overwatch League, which still just amazes me that this thing even exists. They just started their third season for esports, it's essentially a full-on competitive esport league built around Overwatch, where there's cities that hmm. have their own teams with owners. There's managers. There's a draft. Every player gets a salary. They have health insurance. All that stuff. They do yeah. trades during and during the off season. All kinds of craziness. This, I think, they might have dabbled in it last year. This year, they were going to actually have like home games. So, like, when the Atlanta Rain played the San Francisco Shock, they would play in Atlanta, and you could oh go God. watch them play, and there would be, like, a crowd. And I think what they would do is it would be more like it would be in Atlanta, and there would maybe be, like, three or four other teams that would come through for that. Okay. Um, but I just said, remember that I bought it on PC. I bought it originally on PS4 and played it a decent amount over there. Um, but 
I just, for whatever reason, bought it last year. It was like 10 bucks on PC on a sale. And I was like, man, that's the one that the Overwatch League runs in. I'm going to buy it. And maybe this will be the first shooter that I can really play on PC. Um, because it is technically a shooter, but it's not as um, pinpoint accurate as like a Call of Duty or anything. Um, and then just for whatever reason this week, I like just jumped back into it. And I think because I've been playing so many other PC games that the mouse and keyboard just clicked. Mm-hmm. Dude, the game is so much fun. Like it is, it's just like, it's so easy to play, but like so hard to master. Right. And do you know, do you know anything about Overwatch? Like what it is essentially? Um, the whole thing. It's, it's I don't a, know. I, I know that they do a lot of porn around it, I think. <laughs> I'm sure they do. I'm sure <laughs> they do. Because the thing, the characters are kind of like anime type characters. So right, yeah, I'm sure, right. believe me, they, the, the way they do some of the characters. <laughs> I remember but reading an article on that. It, it is a a 6v6 competitive game, kind of in the mo, in the vein of like a MOBA. So like when you, know, when you play a MOBA, and I've kind of told you before, like that game Paragon I played or League of Legends, where each character you play as has their own abilities. Mm-hmm. So think of this as a shooter, but with that. So okay. there's some characters you play that your job is to just be a healer. So you technically could kill other players on on the other team, but you, that's not your strength. You have abilities that will heal your, you know, one single guy that you shoot at or your ultimate ability over time. You build up an ability where you smash it down and it'll just make your whole team invulnerable for like five seconds. So you want to okay. drop that when your whole team is in a big fight. And a lot of the object is it's either like attack or defend. So either there's an area that you need to attack, the other team needs to defend it, to take it over. You know, you got to stand in the area for like 10 seconds, 15 seconds, whatever it is. Or sometimes there's a payload that's actually moving. And as long as your team is near this little, literally it's a car, it's moving down this path and you got to get it to the other end. And the other team is trying to stop you from doing that. And when they stand near it, it stops moving. And so it's kind of this pull and, you know, pull and tug kind of back and forth. But it's all built around these characters. And so people are building your teams around like compositions of two like two healers or support characters, two damage dealers, and then two tanks. And the tanks, like there's literally a guy that holds up a shield. And like everybody can stand behind him and shoot through it. And so they can okay. slowly push everybody forward. Wow. And that, you know, behind him there's people healing him, but eventually that shield will drop. And when right. the shield drops, the rest of your team has to be ready to roll. And, you know, you may have someone on your other team that's like a ninja guy that can jump up on the wall. And meanwhile, while everybody's focusing at the shield guy, he's kind of jumping up high and trying to get behind the other team and maybe oh pick off God. one or two guys and then come back. <laughs> but when you watch this game on PC and when you watch, like, the Overwatch League, dude, it is so fast. Really? And, like, what what got me thinking about it is here we, we're now in a point where sports are dead right now. We have no sports. Mm-hmm. so. Could this be the time for esports to rise? And so that's why I played a little bit of Overwatch, and I was like, I'm gonna really give the Overwatch League a go this week. And I tried okay. to the past few years catch up with it, but it just you watch it, and if you don't know the characters, it's so yeah. fast, and it's everything's happening. And even now, like playing this week a lot on PC and kind of getting into the the pace of it, and kind of knowing, kind of understanding what's happening on the screen because it's so much faster than the consoles watching it again still it's it's just it's still kind of tough like I, i've i've enjoyed really? it more this week and part of it is i'm almost not really watching it for the minute to minute of what's happening it's more as like what's the outcome like okay i watched the like the la i forget what the la team is play the um san francisco shock i watched that whole match it was like an hour 20 i on youtube i watched it over like a few consecutive days on my lunch break and it was enjoyable, but like mm-hmm. I really didn't get anything out of it until I saw who won, and then then I heard the commentators talking, or when they would highlight a play, like they would say, "Oh, he did this because blah blah blah." 
but I can't see that happening during the match. You know what really? I mean? Because it's so fast. And so, so I don't what, know. Like, how would you ever sit down? You think and watch? Uh, like as like you're explaining like it, like I, I, I would want to just like check it out. And I think like now is the time to do that. And a lot of people are saying that. Like, is this where esports kind of like takes the place of sports? I, I don't yeah. think so. I don't think just your average like football fan or or hockey fan is gonna, you know, want to go watch you know guys play video games. I just don't think that's gonna happen. But I think there is an audience for it for people. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of guys that watch sports obviously play video games. So it yeah. might be something. Well, you know, I don't typically have time to watch uh, uh, an esports event because so much is going on in, in my life. Well, a lot of that stuff's not going on in your life right now, so you might have some time to go watch it. I would, right. I would want to maybe like look at when do they? Right is now, it like as a, we're playing so, right now, as we're recording right now, they had a game that was at seven, I think, and then they have another one at ten as we're recording this right now. And you watch it through Twitch, obviously. Uh, it's on. They have an exclusive deal with YouTube now. It used to be Twitch. Oh, really? This year is exclusively to YouTube. All Blizzard esports are YouTube now. Really? Um. So if you just YouTube, I, I think I might be in though, dude. Like I, I think yeah. I'm gonna try to watch this now that I'm playing because because I think for me and it even goes back to when I did the Paragon podcast was like that MOBA mindset of everybody plays a character and the skill of knowing how certain characters counter other characters, what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are. Overwatch does definitely bring that in. Right. It's just you know I I don't know what they could do to bring in fans who don't play the game to get them to watch it. Where I honestly think like uh, Dota or League of Legends is more watchable as a non-player of the game because it's over the top. It's slower pace. Um, they're able to kind of explain what's going on as it's happening and you can see it. Where again, Overwatch, things are happening so fast so that fast. you'll suddenly you'll see like two or three guys drop and you'll see it on the screen. And then they'll kind of give you like a quick replay, like here's what happened, blah 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 blah, and they tell you, and then you then you get it, they slow it down. Mm-hmm. But as it's happening, it's just so fast. And when they're playing this, like it's in like arenas and stuff, or like where are they where are they playing these things? When, well, right now they're not. Right now they're just at home, just hooking up because that's the beauty of esports. Oh, okay. All these players are at their home or at their they have training facilities, houses where they all live together and play. Oh, okay. I don't so, know if that's what they're doing because they haven't shown what I watched this this week. They didn't show the players at their computers it was just the casters were at their homes each on their own screen which generally they're at a desk just like espn you know doing their whole thing with a whole crowd they're not doing that now it's just the two guys like you and i right now sitting at their house one guy's doing play-by-play one guy's doing commentary they do two matches like basically one match it's best out of five so you know they do one match do a second match take a break, go to three other people just talking about things that happen, what are we going to see in the coming match, but, you know, can the San Francisco Shock bring it back, and then they go right back to the two play by, the play-by-play and the commentary. I mean, it's sports. It's literally, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the full thing. It's so, the production of it is so great. I love it. So the team, the team itself it is in the same room. Generally, or, they are. I don't know if they're generally. doing that now. Because I was going to say, like, is, like, the Los Angeles, whatever they are, are those guys actually in Los Angeles or are they? I don't know. I mean, that's country and, they, they and may not just, be right now. Right. Generally, they are, of course. Um, I, I would almost think they would need to be because the way this game just moves so fast that like just that little bit of latency, like it's probably better. But again, they're, they're wearing headsets regardless. So it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't matter. I yet. would be if you remember, if you, if you just, you know, because I won't remember. So like shoot me a text or something like that when it's on and you're watching it. Okay. 
because uh, I, I would throw it on. When we're done recording, put, we'll put it on. When we're done, we'll, we'll, we'll both put okay. it on, and we can just kind of you can kind of see how it's going. All right. And and I'll see this a lot too. I think Disney XD I think <laughs> shows it, and I've even caught it on like TBS sometimes. I think they they actually just show the Overwatch League on TV really? randomly, which is kind of weird. Um, but cool. they're in going into this is week eleven. I don't know how long the season is, but they have like mm-hmm. an all star weekend. They do like the whole thing, man. It's wow. It's cool. That's awesome. It's pretty neat. So this may be the time for esports. It could be. All right. Well, before we move on, Chris, I want to go ahead and thank our good friends over at Bespoke Post. That's right. We've partnered with them to give all you our listeners 20% off your first box. Now, Bespoke Post is one of those services where they send you a box every single month. Now, the the items in these box of awesome uh, have been curated for men of all different tastes. So whether you want things for your home, things for the outdoors, they have something for you. Now, for me, I chose the brew box. So they sent me a box that literally had everything I needed in it to brew my own beer. And literally sitting in my closet behind me right now, just just distilling away or brewing away is my very first IPA that I've ever brewed. Uh, So it's very cool that they sent this to me. Now, the cool thing about Bespoke Post is that on the first of each month, they actually send you an email listing that tells you everything that's going to be in your box. And you can choose to either skip it uh, or switch it, whatever you want to do. If it doesn't appeal to you, you're not going to be charged. You can just skip it. Uh, there is no actual, you know, subscription or obligation to this service. And uh, you know, they have a bunch of different boxes. So I mentioned I got the brew box. They have the uh, the juiced box. So if you want to get a a wireless charger comes in that box for any device you have that can charge wirelessly. There's the retreat box that comes with a hanging hammock if you're into being outdoors, or the forge box that comes with a really just sweet uh, set of knives in there that you can use again if you're an outdoorsman. They, They just have everything in these boxes. All you got to do is go to boxofawesome.com, enter our code ENTHUSIAST20 at checkout, save yourself 20% off your order on that first box, and you're guaranteed to get over $75 worth of value uh, for just 45 bucks. So again, that's boxofawesome.com, use our code ENTHUSIAST20, save yourself 20% off your first box, and uh, you know, hopefully you can get something that can bring a little smile to your face. And uh, it, again, like I said, it's a great way to get some just awesome gear and not have to leave the house with everything going on. So again, go to boxofawesome.com, use our code ENTHUSIAST20, and save yourself 20% off your first box. All right. Well, one more little quick video game news, Chris, I do want to mention is it came out today, word that the PS5 supply could be limited and not necessarily because of the virus, Sony is saying. Sony is saying um, just because of the price of making this thing. Oh, really? So what do you think of that? Like, I mean, which I guess still like in the end, I would think it still would boil down to the virus. Like if you're not making a lot of money on your movie, um, I say movies, but like everything else. Yeah. They don't have yeah. so much spendable, you know, uh, what do you want to say? Just money for them to spend on the production. So maybe that's why. But they're just flat out saying like, no, it's just it's got a higher price tag because it's costing us more money. So have they come out with that price tag? Do you know how much it is? Nope. All right, and typically these are five hundred dollars when they come out. Last one was four hundred. People okay. are thinking four fifty five hundred. Oh, okay. I would. I was thinking like if they're halting production because of cost for an extra hundred bucks, but they've come out with systems in the past that start at four ninety nine, right? Well, well, the PlayStation Three was four ninety nine and right? five ninety nine, and was a failure at launch because of the price. 
So that's the thing. So right now, um, the article I'm looking at, they're saying that it's reported that the PS5 costs them 450 to manufacture. Wow. So, so they, that'd be is a that a $500 price tag like that? That's a $600 price tag. They're not going to make 50 bucks per unit, man. Dude, but supposedly that's even nothing. on the PS4, they only made like 30 bucks on each of those systems. They really? Like, yeah. So like they're they're going to definitely, because they have to be aggressive against the Xbox <laughs> as well, which the, mm. the Xbox is going to be a more powerful machine. Like that's bar it none. Is. So, and supposedly people are thinking Microsoft may launch that at 500 Okay. Just to just say, screw you, we're doing it. You know, and I don't know. I mean, they could go six hundred. Well, but I don't know they, if they're gonna. He, well, they I don't. They won't. They can't because they they. Yeah, you know, coronavirus is not shutting down their production, but coronavirus is uh, causing people a lot of people to lose their jobs and not have a lot of disposable income. Yeah. And if you have two systems out and you're going to buy one. You're going to go the cheaper route. Not saying $500 is cheap, but right. when you're comparing five to $600, you're going to go well, the See, that, gonna that's what's going to be so interesting about these console launches is because Microsoft, if you remember, is saying there is not going to be an Xbox Series X exclusive game for about another yeah. two years. And there's that angle, too. So yeah. You don't even need an Xbox potentially for two years. So like, you could mm-hmm. still play the new Halo. It'll run better on the new system, but you don't need it. You don't need it. So just keep your Xbox. Well, you mean you don't? Then that's the thing. If you're not a PlayStation guy, do you even need either one of these systems right now? Like deep down, me as a gamer really wants one of them, but I'm so right. torn on which one I want because I want. I, I think I'm going Xbox next round, like first. Okay. But I don't need it right now. No, but that's then the and I need that. I need the killer game on PS5, and of everything I know. Right now, there's not a game that I'm like frothing at the mouth to get at launch. So I'm like, I think this may be the first console launch in a long time that I just sit yeah. by the sidelines for a while because it's like I know I, I'm at that stage. I don't. There's nothing I need, and there's nothing that will be there. Like, like you you can say that now, and you can you can kind of live with that decision for now. And then as it gets closer, do you think you'll still have that same mentality? Because it's not it's not going to be about the games that you own. It's just going to be about owning that system. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's just it's 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 the the uh, the I guess the notoriety of I, I own the new one. system. Yeah, but for what reason? For that's what, what I'm saying. I, I'm not, and that's what it used to be. I think I'm. I finally crossed that line now, where it's like I'm about the games. Where are the games? Like where? if this if the PS5 was launching with Spider-Man two, dude, I would I would I yeah. jump over people to get <laughs> right. to that system. Like I right. would be there. But as right now, I don't know what's gonna be there. When were I, these supposed to come out? Uh, I mean, just the fall. It, is it, uh, that's still on the, the systems themselves. The system, right now, they haven't delayed it. They're supposed they to coming out this fall, yeah. Or holiday, whatever. We'll see, man. man this, this whole thing is going to be interesting. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, without the coronavirus, it would have been interesting. But, you know, now throw that in the mix with, yep. you know, how much people are going to be saving money now. They're going to be scared to save money. Or they're going to be scared to spend money. Mm-hmm. So... Wow. We'll see. We'll see, folks. We shall see. Right. Email us, theenthuselife at gmail.com. What are you doing? If you're a big gamer out there, where are you dropping your money on the systems? Or are you even going to bother? Are you going to wait? Maybe wait it out and see when those games come. Because, I mean, here we're talking now. It's April. Obviously, E3 is not happening. However, I would assume June we're going to get kind of announcements from people. So we may get whatever that launch lineup is. Mm. But I don't know. We'll see. 
Okay. Uh, let, let's shift gears away from video games, Chris, and let's talk Quibi. You got yeah. a new Quibi show that you are enjoying. What do you got? Yeah. First of all, have you downloaded it yet? No. Dude, it's it's I great, know. man. It is great. <laughs> April is running out. You have to get the oh, three months. My, okay, that's right. You said that. I, it's in April. Man. Damn it. Uh, so uh, Dagobot, him and I are like the only like quippy guys yeah. over yeah. in the chat, uh, and we're loving it. And we're kind of going back and forth with shows and stuff. And uh, he, I watched the first episode of The Most Dangerous Game, and then he said in the chat, have you watched it? And I was like, I just watched the first episode, but I liked it. He's like, you got to you know, fin- get, get up to date on it because it's awesome. And he's right. Um, it's the show with Chris Helmsworth and um, Christoph Waltz. Mm. And it's the the gist of it is in the very first episode. Um, Hemsworth is in the like the office of Christoph Waltz, and it's this it's huge guy. I see you saying Chris Hemsworth. That's the brother, right? Yeah. Yeah. Chris Hemsworth is Thor. Is, is Thor. Liam's and brother. That's why I keep saying Chris because I'm obviously used to him. So it's Liam <clears> Hemsworth. It's the one who was dating uh, uh, Billy Bob Thornton's. Not or not Billy Bob Thornton's way. Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus, yeah, right. I think so. Yeah, so it's Liam Hemsworth, and they look exactly the same. They do. Yeah. So, um, he's in his office. You can tell it's just like this, you know, huge sky rise building. He's got money. He doesn't have money, but Christoph Waltz has money, and he goes in and he's like, "I need this loan." And Christoph Waltz is basically like, "I can't give you a loan because I can't." I can't expect a return of my money to someone who uh, has terminal cancer is going to die in three weeks. So there's no way I can I can lend you this money. So he's about to walk out. He go and he's like, you know, but there is a way, <laughs> and the way is to play this game where you are the the pawn. Like you, you it's in the city of Detroit. You have to survive in Detroit in, in Detroit. For 24 hours, and there's five guys hunting you Ooh. to kill to kill you. And at first, he's just like, "I'm not doing that." And he's like, "All right." He goes, "You don't have to do it. I'm not telling you to do it." He goes, "But these are just people that I represent, and you can make a lot of money." And um, basically, how it works is you have to survive for 24 hours. Every hour you survive, you get money, and it starts hmm. at 50 grand. And oh, wow. for for the first, I don't remember how the breakdown is, but like for the first like five hours is fifty grand, for x amount of hours after that goes up to a hundred grand, and I think for the last four hours, it's a million dollars an hour. Wow! When all is said and done, you're up to like twenty five million dollars that you can bring in, and you keep whatever. Like if you only make it like halfway, and you then they kill you. You know, it goes into account where your family can access it. They get that money. So even if he only makes it halfway and he his still wife makes is, money for his family, his wife is pregnant, too, by the way. Oh, of course. Of course. You know, she's got to be pregnant. Oh, yeah. So um, it but it, it's it's a really, really cool show, man, a really cool show. And, and it's just where I am. I think there's nine episodes and I just finished. I'm in episode six. So the hunt has just started. Um, and you are you're you're run, he's running around like Detroit. He doesn't know who the five people are. Um, and in the very beginning, he's sitting in like a cafe with Christoph Waltz when he's finally said like, yeah, I'm, I'm in. I'm going to do this. 
um, which is not spoiling anything. Like it wouldn't be a show if he doesn't accept of course, it. Yeah. Let's, let's get real. So he's sitting in a, a cafe with him and he's like, all right, what do I got to do? So he's, he's telling him, you know, like, give me everything in your pockets. Here's like the cell phone. This is the only cell phone that you can use. And he's like, he goes, where, where do the, you know, I think where, who, who are the people or something like that? And he goes, they're all in this room right now. Like the five people hunting oh. him are in that cafe. And he goes, you get a three minute head start. So you can either sit here and keep talking to me or get moving. Wow. <laughs> it's cool, man. It's a really, really cool show. I love it. Hmm. I love it. They got good stuff on I there. Just, I just got to stop you. doing everything and watch Quibi. Like, I'm there's just. You, it's perfect for you. You would love All it. All right. Would love it. Maybe there's that's so, what I'll get to next week. Maybe that's what I'll get to well, next week. Even if you just watch Memory Hole. Oh, my <laughs> God, dude. Oh, my God. That is. I want to watch the, the, the show where they shoot dudes with food cannons, whatever that show was. Like, that sounds oh, that's, great. That's just stupid. That's, <laughs> dumb. that's, that's just stupid. But. They've already come out with a handful of new shows. I don't know if they're going to do it every week, um, but they could. I mean, and there's already a couple of new shows that have started. Wow. It's great, man. Uh, you're right. missing the boat. You're missing the boat. I'm going to text you tomorrow and make sure that you Remind you're me. Please okay. remind me tomorrow. I will. I will. Um, speaking of just streaming services, one of the – this isn't necessarily a streaming service, but it's a service that a lot of people use to stream their content – is movies anywhere? This is a, a. It's been around. It used to be what Disney's movie anywhere, and then it just kind of became movies anywhere when it kind of incorporated everything. It's basically that service when you get a code and if you buy a new movie nowadays on physical copy or you can buy them digital as well. You put that code in there, and then it uses basically across all the services. So, whatever iTunes, whatever you're using, you can access yeah. it through there. Um, they have announced this new feature called Screen Pass. And this uh, supposedly was just in beta just for some select people. It was going to come out later on this fall. But now, because of just the situation with the coronavirus, they've decided to open it up. And essentially what it does is it allows you to share up to three movies a month with uh, someone that also has a Movies Anywhere Pass. So you can just share movies, basically lending them your movie or renting them your movie. Uh, it says you can do it for, what, up to – I think they have up to 14 days to watch, to it, watch it, but right. once they hit play, it's 72 hours, and then it goes away. And they have to watch um, it within that Not time every break. movie right now is Screen Pass eligible, but that will be coming soon. What do you think, Chris? You actually brought this to my attention. I had no idea this was going on. I think it's cool. I think this is, you know, we're, we're sharing passwords anyway. That's you know what, what I, mean? it's I like, was going to say. That's the elephant in the room I could give you my this. Movies Anywhere password. You can get all of my movies. But... <laughs> Uh, I don't know. I just think it's a, an added a neat little feature. Like obviously we – as long as video renting has been around, it's been – you know, you, you will um, – because I think when Blockbuster – wasn't Blockbuster five days – or no, it was like three days for the new rentals. Oh, like, when they used to do that. Yes. And, yeah. and then – and then, but the, the older ones were like five days. Five and then when days. Hollywood Video came out, Hollywood Video was a week. Everything it didn't matter what you got when you got it was a week and that was like the the blockbuster killer Like I, I remember that when they were going after blockbuster like you can rent anything we have for seven days And you would give it to people because that's a, a week that you have it and you'd let people rent it or you know Borrow it from you as yep. long as you got it back That was always the risk that you were taking that you wouldn't <laughs> get it back from them um, but as long as Like renting has been going on which doesn't really happen anymore. Obviously This has been part of it 
is letting other people watch your rental. Um, and it, it's this, you know, this is the first one that I know of that has done it in the digital space. So I think it's kind of cool. Yeah. I think it's kind of cool. You know what I, I mean? Like, I was going to say, you almost wonder is, I mean, part of it obviously is just a convenience feature for people to share it, but it is kind of a way to combat that piracy or that sharing of passwords. Cause it's like, yeah. I, I would love to know the stats. Cause I want to say, I have read something like this somewhere is like, if you give people a legal way to share their digital content, they would be more apt to do that right. rather than just share the password. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, like that's why a lot of services now you see where it's like, you know, like Spotify, you can have your family account. So rather than just like share your password, you mm-hmm. just, you know, you actually sign up for the family account and right. you're, legally than doing it that way you know right, and i think right. that yeah. giving this as an option it's great so it's like you know i don't i don't need your password because you can just add me as a friend on there and we just right. share exactly. the movies exactly that way i think that's a, exactly. a good way to do it and, and i would lo- i don't know if they'll ever put that information out or st- statistics but i would love to know do they see a decrease in you know one account being signed on by 15 different ip addresses do they see those start to decrease and see people just straight up just sharing the movies? Because uh, they might. Hmm. They might. I don't know. That'll right. be interesting to see how it, cool. if it takes off. Which, which I mean, that, they've kind of become like the service, right? I mean, movies anywhere like is They're, everybody I know. That's kind of just the service everybody uses yeah, for anything like that. Yeah, that one and um, uh, Voodoo's the big, a big one, and uh, even even just Amazon Prime or Google Play. Yeah, that's you true. Know? Yeah. So those yeah. are kind of like but the those all ones. connect to movies anywhere, right? Yeah, they yeah. Yep. So like movies, any movies anywhere. All movies anywhere does is just house all your digital yep. uh, movies. Because when you go buy a movie off of movies anywhere, it will bring up where do you want to buy it from? Do you want to buy it from Vudu? Do you want to buy it from Amazon Prime? Yep. You don't buy anything from movies anywhere. Hmm. It's just a, a housing <laughs> vessel for the all hub. your digital. Yeah, it's so. crazy. Um, cool. Let's see, we got some cool news that Disney Plus is bringing a new series, which I'm, I'm loving these documentary series that they're bringing. Like, that's, I think one of my favorite parts of Disney Plus is uh, an eight-part docu-series on The Mandalorian. It's mm. coming on May 4th. I think they're going to – it says – I think this is kind of the new phrase. It starts streaming on May 4th. So I don't think that's going to be here's all eight episodes. I think they're going to kind of roll them out like they've been doing, which I think is cool. Okay. Uh, they're that's doing fine. it that way. Uh, but it's kind of just an inside look. It's going to have a, a little kind of roundtable um, moments where you're going to have kind of the cast and crew, John Favreau there, um, all just talking about everything that went into bringing The Mandalorian to life. My guess, probably going to get an episode on The 501. I'm sure in the final episode, mm-hmm. probably be a whole thing on that. I'm probably. hoping there's a whole episode on creating the child and Baby Yoda, kind probably. of like that idea, like the puppet, all that stuff. Um I can't wait for this, man. And then it makes you wonder, like, is this going to be a thing now moving forward? Are we going to get a Falcon and the Winter Soldier version yeah. of this? Are we going to get these kind of – because that's kind of the thing now. People like to have these companion shows to their shows. Like when you had, like, The Talking Dead or even Chernobyl had the podcast. Yeah, that's with. true. Like, people love this stuff now. That's um, true. I'm glad they're doing it for that, especially Star Wars. Like, this is awesome. I Well, you know, anything Star Wars – information wise people will just eat it up oh, so totally. yeah there's going to be people that watch this over and over and dissect every word and uh you know that's just the way it goes with star wars but um do you think it's going to be it's not going to be just like running commentary like they're watching an episode and no, they're just going to no, break no, no, it no. down 
it's it's actually going about like the whole making of the show pretty much yeah it says uh, it's an opportunity for fans of the show to take a look inside and get to see a different perspective and perhaps a greater understanding of how the mandalorian uh came together um mm-hmm. what else uh yeah it just says it's going to look into their uh with an ongoing issue it's or what, where was it um it's also going to look into George Lucas's legacy, the technology used in The Mandalorian, the show's score, and connections <laughs> to Star Wars characters across the galaxy. Wow. So, yeah, pretty neat, man. I like all it. This is all never-before-seen footage from the cutting room floor and roundtable conversations hosted by director and writer John Favreau. It's cool. So, and he even says in here that production is shut down on all of its shows, and uh, oh. I guess even Falcon and the Winter Soldier were even affected, it says, oh. so... They didn't finish season two Damn. of Mandalorian? No, they must not have. Oh, I thought they were done They were with working that. on it wow. shortly thereafter it was premiering, but they must not have finished yeah. it. Interesting. Oh um, speaking of the Mandalorian and being kind of in that desert setting, let's hmm. talk about some new images coming from Vanity Fair, which, by the way, Vanity Fair always yeah, has the exclusives on these things. How? Well, I, I didn't know they, that they, they were do, like I that. I don't know, thing. man. They do it for Star Wars. It's just kind of the thing. Yeah. Um, for the new big screen adaptation of Dune. Right. Is this the time, Chris? Is this the time that everyone will finally get into Dune? Well, in a perfect world, like Dune would be uh D- Dune would upset like Endgame as like the biggest movie ever made box <laughs> office wise. I'm serious because like there's so many um, series and franchises and television shows and movies <clears throat> that have taken from this book. Uh, Star Wars straight up just stole from so many aspects of Dune. <laughs> like George Lucas could be like charged with plagiarism for the stuff that he's taken from Dune um, and just changed the name of something and that's it. Like, you know, the Force, the Force is in Dune. It's just not called the Force. Um, Dune is a sand planet and where's Luke Skywalker from? You know what I mean? Like there's so many parallels specifically to star Wars, but so many other, uh, franchises that it's just, it's crazy. So that's my like worry is just like, we are so, um, sci-fi out and you know, we, we've, we've gone, we've seen all these shows that have taken from Dune and now is it too late is doing like too late to the party for people yeah. to really care up, care about it other than the people who know about it. Like someone that is going to be sitting in a theater and this preview comes up, are they going to care? Are they going to know the significance of this book and this story and really want to go see the movie? Because number one, it's, it's a fantastic, fantastic journey uh, and, and story. And even so like they're, they're breaking it up into two movies, right? which um, that's the way to do it. Like they, they, they've tried Still in the right. past to yeah. do it in one movie. That one from the 80s, which I've seen. Have you seen that movie? I've never seen it, no. It's 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 kind of like a cult classic. Like it's so bad, it's good type of movie. But it, has, it, it completely diverts from the main plot of the, the book. So it really is not about it. Yeah. And then uh, this series that they did on sci-fi, I never watched that. I don't know how I heard that wasn't that good either. They did like a 10-part series on the sci-fi network. Um, but the graphics were god-awful. 
So right now, like this McAvoy is McAvoy was in that though, man. Watch you better watch your mouth. Hey man, they they can do you better watch your mouth. They, they they can do bad things. <laughs> <laughs> um, but th- this is almost like Stephen King's like gunslinger series, man. Like so many people have tried to yeah, make it, you just can't do it, man. And it just keeps falling through. There's a fantastic documentary called uh, I I pronounce it wrong. I pronounce it like how it. it phonetically Jordorowski's Dune mm-hmm. um, it's the documentary on this director named I think it's like Hordorowski is how you pronounce his name he took the project on in the 70s and it was this massive movie had everything going ready to go and it got shut down it's a great great documentary so that was the closest like that was going to be like the closest adaptation of the book but it never happened um and then the guy who has it now, like he he did um, he did that Blade Runner movie recently. The was it Blade Runner twenty forty seven? Yeah, or something the newer like one. That. Yep. So um, and he's done. God, dude, these pictures, man. Jason Momoa's in it. Oscar Isaac's yeah. in it. Josh Oscar Brolin's in it. I don't know. Do you know who Zendaya Zendaya is? Her name. She's a chick from uh, my daughter used to watch a show on Disney. She was in The Greatest Showman. Um, okay. Man, like so many actors are in this movie. It's, I mean, I think people wanted to be in it. I think actors like know the significance of of the book and what it means. So it's in the right hands right now. And uh, I think, I think if if people can like get attached to it, uh, I'm looking forward to this. December 18th as of right now. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen either. Which sucks because this is a perfect like Christmas uh, season style of movie. Will they push it back a full year? I don't think so. I mean, they really can't because I think the fall is it next year? Is that when we get the first Avatar at that point? Not that people are fuming at you know or frothing at the mouth to get an Avatar, but you just know it's going to be that's going to be a huge movie. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. It's. So It'll okay, so let me let me ask you this question. Yeah. Would you rather I start watching Quibi or I read Dune? Oh man, come on. I mean I'm just well, saying well, because Dune, I, Dune I is can't just... do both. Yeah, you can't. I can't. <laughs> can only read one on the toilet. Can't do both. Well, that's why <laughs> that's why Quibi's there. Seven <laughs> minutes or less. You can do both. <laughs> you gotta read Dune, man. Okay. It's so good. I, there... This is we have a, a used bookstore near here. It's called the Book Lady, yeah. which I'm sure she's closed now. But right. years ago, I, there was we were in there and I was just looking for something. And I was thinking I was looking at some old, like the old Star Wars books, like the books that aren't, aren't even canon, you know, anymore. And then I yeah. had like she had an old copy of Dune, and I had it mm. in my hand. And there's been even other books, right? There's been like multiple. Yeah, books. he's right. Yeah, and there were a bunch from that, and then I had the original, but it was just like so beat up. You could tell it was right. just like you know, just had that nasty smell, and I was like. <laughs> ah, I'm not gonna read this. Like, no. I, maybe good. I should. I wonder if I. I bet you it's on um, on my Kindle. I wonder if it. I mean, I know I can get obviously digital, but I wonder if it's included with the Prime. You know, oh. they have like a book thing. Yeah, yeah. I think I can get like a 30 day free trial of that. I wonder if it's just kind of right. on there. Maybe I could read it through that, or audiobook it. I guess that's probably the best way to do it. Yeah. But um, hmm. so good, so good. That's I just good, hope man. it does well. Like, I would, I would, I would hate to see like you know this movie just kind of fall flat. Yeah, I don't think it will. Suck. I don't think it will. I just think I think there's enough like hype around it and enough people know about it to tell their friends about it. Yeah. Uh, but I can't wait for it. I hope it doesn't get pushed back, but it might be. 
All right. Well, let's get uh, set here to wrap it up, Chris. But before we do, you got a uh, podcast recommendation for everybody? Yeah. So uh, once again, Gimlet Media coming oh, up with the Gimlet. with the great with the Which, great. Which, by podcast. the way, they've been crushing it with some coronavirus coverage. They have the science like versus science like versus. every few days, man. Like that is my show now, dude. I love yeah, the show. Science versus is great. So uh, you like Shark Tank? Oh yeah. Well, it's basically Shark Tank. It's called the Pitch. Oh, and nice. Pe- people um, pitch their ideas and pitch their their businesses hmm. to uh, this one. Has, yes, yeah, it's got five and Shark Tank has five sharks, um, has five investors. And the good thing about this show is like Shark Tank is great. And I absolutely love Shark Tank. But like you're, you're watching uh, a pitch and a negotiation that lasts maybe like five minutes and it's edited down to look like it, you know, it's five minutes. It goes longer than that, but to get, you know, more than one product in it, uh, you know, they edit everything down and that whole thing happens within five minutes. But the pitch is one product per episode and they're about like 40, 45 minutes long. And, uh, there was one recently, I think like Two weeks ago, the most recent one that I listened to was this one woman who's pitching an idea for it's basically Uber for your pets. So like it's not just like a a pet would go into a car alone. It's like these drivers for this this company um, allow pets because right now Uber, it's like it's up to the driver if they want to accept a pet or not. So if you use this person's service, you know, the driver is going to allow pets. So it's basically Uber that will allow your cat or dog or whatever to get in the car to go wherever you got to go. Okay, so it's not specifically just for your pet. It's you get to ride, your pet can ride with you. With you, yes. Okay, okay. Yes. I thought this was Uh, like, I I can be like, hey, I'm going to send my dog over to your house, Chris, go. But but that that's you can do that with this service if you wanted to. Oh, okay. Like if if your uh, dog had like a vet appointment, you could have the dog get in the car and the vet would – Meet the dog at the door, basically. Like you would tell that he's taking an Uber to you. You got to go meet him outside. Um, so, but anyway, like they're they're and in the pitch, um, they liked the idea, but nobody bought into it. Uh, or I should say, one woman bought into it, and then after the fact, she had second thoughts and she said, "I don't want to do it." And then, like three weeks later, she called back and said, "You know what? I think it." And that's the cool thing about this show is it goes through the entirety of. The, the pitch is just not when she's sitting down in front of these people talking about it. It goes beyond that. And that's what Shark Tank doesn't do. Right. Like, no, Shark, they'll you, they'll you, give you, you the follow-up like two seasons later, like, remember exactly. this guy? And it's always exactly. someone that's been successful. You right. never get the failures. Right. So this, uh, you're hearing cool. like the the full story even after the pitch is, is done and, like and, and the finality of it. So, I mean, if you like, like Shark Tank and those stellar shows, it's fantastic. It's a really, really cool show. Awesome. So check it out. All right. Well, there you go, guys. Um, you know, I, another week down. Next week, actually, as Chris was we were, while you were talking to that, I looked. Our local library has the ebook for Dune. All right. Do you ever check your library? Like, you can download or even get like audiobooks just straight up through the library. Yeah, and Jen. She, what, what's the program called? Like, uh, it is this weird like file thing that that I like have an app or something. I have or, like an yeah. app, and then if once I get it from the library, it dumps it into this little like other app that I can yeah. listen to it or read it on. My library has it. Yeah, there's like a four week wait. It says I, I can put it on hold, but I won't be able to get it right away. So 
I put my name in. Think I'm going to Quibi next week. Okay. So I'll Quibi next week, and then there we'll you be go. working on Dune when it comes. Yeah, all right. That'll be the plan. That's kind of it's just out of my hands. I can't do it. <laughs> I ain't doing it. I can't do it. I ain't gonna do it. <laughs> gonna have to quit it. Quib it. Right. I'm gonna quibby the quib it. Um, so yeah, I got no choice. But yeah, we'll we'll jump into some quibby. I'll check it out. I mean, I, people are probably getting tired of hearing quibby. Quibby has become like the Disney Plus, mm-hmm. where it was like the recurring theme, like every single week. Maybe we'll try to Final get Fantasy of that. 14. It is the Final, Final Fantasy 14. <laughs> yeah, it's it's become. It's where we are, man. It's where we are, people. Um, We're yep. just there's just and you know what sucks for us. It's like your kids, your kids go to bed, you know, you got a bedtime. My kids, mm-hmm. during school, we still, even my son, I mean, he's 13, but we're like nine o'clock's bedtime. They can go in their, mm-hmm. their room. They got, they now both have TVs, but they'll watch like YouTube or so and they'll just fall asleep watching TV. Mm-hmm. But now with all this going on, we've been watching because every night now I work until seven because the, the store's closing, the pharmacy closes at seven. Like we're just not staying open any later. So I'm home, I eat, and we spend a little bit of family time watching TV. By the time, we do that. It's 10, 10 30. My wife and I were watching nothing. It's yeah. like I'm working all the time or, you know, so it's just, it sucks. We're not getting through anything. We just actually, I want to start the outsider, which is on HBO. She read. Yeah. That everybody book. talks about that. Oh, she did read she the really? books. Yeah. The Stephen yeah. King book. And it's even, I think it even goes back to um, Mr. Mercedes. Somehow it's even tied to that. I think she was talking about. Um, so um, we, we might start that, but I'm like, yeah. I don't know when we're going to do that. And the other show I, prior to us re- remembering that the outsider was out was ozark i said to her i'm like we need to watch ozark yeah but i think we're gonna hit the outsider first because she's okay she, since she read the book she wants to see yeah, yeah but so hopefully i'll get a few episodes of the outsider in by next week and we can talk okay. about that um but uh all right well everybody Quick thank bites. you here as always for tuning into the show remember if you want to become a patron you can find that link down in the show notes Next week, be on the lookout for Hitting Your Feed. It will be our patron episode, probably Monday or Tuesday. We'll be releasing that. And then this week, I think we're kind of on a good schedule now where these episodes are coming out on Fridays, the regular enthusiast yeah. episodes. Kind of how Chris is doing with his recording of his shows. It's just easier for him to do it on Thursday yeah. nights. So we've kind of moved this show to Fridays for now. Um, and, of course, email us, theenthuselife at gmail.com. Here we go. I want to know two things. One, what was the question we said earlier in the show? I can't believe I already forgot it. The... To email us. Oh. What do we say? I said email us. You're you're totally we forgot. Let me see. Here's what I want you to email us because we we were gonna talk about this on the show and we forgot. Was we were gonna talk about the stimulus checks. Here in the States, stimulus checks have gone out. Now you should be responsible with that money. Right. But we're giving (laughs) you a free pass. If you want to be irresponsible, email us <laughs> the most irresponsible thing you would do with your stimulus check if you okay. could go ahead and do that. So you got twelve hundred right. bucks. What irresponsible things would you do? If you need ideas, watch Last Man on Earth, which is the show that we said to stream, <laughs> because there's many things in there that you could do completely irresponsible, like swimming in a baby pool filled with tequila and vodka. It would be amazing. Um, so other than that, send that to us, the the enthused life at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your ideas. So, uh, all right. Well, Chris, anything yeah. else you want to throw out at the end? I think it was something to do with, uh, wasn't it like Xbox or something like that? Yes. What are you doing console-wise? That was the console other one for the consoles. Yeah. What, are you, what, what are you guys doing? Anybody that's that's planning on buying a console this fall or thought you were planning on buying a console, are you? And which one and why? Like, what is it that, you know, is pulling you towards that outside of, like, I don't want just the, I've always bought every PlayStation, I've always bought every Xbox. Right. If that's it, like... 
doesn't fly anymore. I don't think it flies anymore. Like, no. We live in an age now where every, you know, Not I mean, the only thing it is for me, it's games now. It's the, those exclusives. And Microsoft's putting everything on PC. And mm-hmm. Sony now, Horizon Zero Dawn, is coming to the PC now, which Sony mm-hmm. fanboys have lost their minds. Like, you would think, mm-hmm. like, they feel completely betrayed. And they're going to feel even more betrayed, I'm sure, when God of War and The Last of Us and all these other games start jumping to PC as well. Like, yeah. Get ready, boys, because it's happening. Um, it's just the way things are now. It's the way it is. It's the yep. one console slash PC future. That's just what we live in, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's wrap it up there. Thank you, as always, here for tuning in. However you're tuning in, whether it's through iTunes, through Podbean, or your podcast service of choice. Thank you so much. With that, we'll catch you next week. Whaling Bones? <laughs> <laughs> Wrote a song about it like the year. Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>